Welcome back to the Michigan Business Speed, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network, and we are broadcasting from our studios at the Capital Region International Airport. But we're going to go to D.C. Well, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to be talking about D.C. We may be in Kalamazoo. I'm not real sure. We'll find out in a second. But we're going to be joined by, well, a fascinating guy, George Franklin, who has written the book, A Feeding Frenzy. And George, welcome to the show. I opened with you with not hi, not how are you doing, but your book is fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. First of all, this is a great opportunity. I think we'll have some fun with it. Well, we're going to have some fun. And your book provides a lot of that, I have to tell you. Tell everybody a little bit about your background, because this feeding frenzy is set in Washington, D.C., about our legislative process, basically. So, well... When you're trying to make fun of the current Congress, you have a lot of material to work with. And as you know, from your political background and experiences, there's a thread of reality throughout this book. And as I've mentioned before, I couldn't have scripted the timing better because it's about a huge omnibus appropriation bill that's being considered by the Congress and all the shenanigans and activities surrounding it about My background, real quickly, I worked on Capitol Hill while I went to college and law school at American University. And then I had a law firm with another fella, and Kellogg Company became a client. They didn't have anybody full-time in Washington at the time. And so for about four years, I was sort of the de facto Washington guy for Kellogg. And then I joined Kellogg Company and became the vice president of Worldwide Government Affairs. And it's through those experiences and activities that that's where this book came from. And as I mentioned, I have a lot of material to work with. It's interesting because along with poor Hunter Biden's laptop, Pop-Tarts become a major issue in your book as well. (laughs) Yeah, Pop-Tarts are important. And my lead character is a fellow named PJ Snake Boots Jackson. And let me emphasize, all these characters are fictional. The story is fictional. But PJ is a composite of a lot of lobbyists I knew, watched, saw, and we were entertained by over the years. And the members of Congress are once again composites of different people. A lot of people read them and think they know who they are, and they're probably pretty close, but they are composites. Well, and that's a nice little disclaimer. And you said there's a thread of truth in this, and I would say more closely related to maybe a big rope or a chain because they're, <laughs> you know, in my experience in going in there to advocate for a lot of different groups over the years, there's some amazingly striking similarities to what actually goes on. But you have brought so much humor to this thing. How did you balance the humor with the reality? Well, it's the old, the best humor is, is reality. And I had an opportunity to observe a lot of this kind of activity going on. And these big appropriation bills, no one knows what the hell is in them when they pass them. You know, they're talking now it's going to be a $1.7 trillion bill. Well, nobody in their right mind ever read this bill. And so the things that get tucked away in there, unbeknownst to the House and the Senate. And the other thing is, you know, Chris, people act like this is all new. None of it's new. They haven't done the normal appropriations process in 20 years, I don't think. So what's fictional about this is actually reality. And if you read the book, you'll learn a lot about how Washington really works 
and hopefully get a few good laughs out of it at the same time. Yeah, and listen, I want people to see this book. You've got to get it. I'm not kidding. This is kind of an insider's humorous view of what goes on, but there is a lot to that experience. You ran for Congress also, did you not? Yeah, that was a moment of temporary insanity. I claim people. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It was the most exhausting thing I ever did, but I'm glad I did it. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to sit here with my remote and sit on the couch and just complain. I'm going to go try and do something about it. I found out if you come in second out of six, that doesn't work. That was the uh, end result. But it was a hell of an experience. But like I said, I don't think I'd wish it on anybody. You've woven your book some wonderful characters as well and some really almost inane results of what appears to be, I guess, logical thinking and how some of these things go awry. Well, it actually is a lesson of how lobbyists work and think. And I have three different trade associations in there representing sort of the pillars of the food industry. And it's the people that grow the food, it's the people that sell the food, and it's the people that make the food. And the three of them routinely get together with, I said, my main character, PJ Snake Boots Jackson. But once again, it's not far from the truth. That's how these things evolve, how issues change, how approaches change. And sadly, sometimes the outcome is true to what happens. Well, I'll tell you what, George Franklin, author of A Feeding Frenzy, a hilarious guy. Hang on after we're done, because I want to invite you up here to speak at our speakers bureau. I'd love to. Thank you. I want to thank all of our guests today, and of course, all of you for being here on the Michigan Business Beat. And as always, from all of us here at the Michigan Business Network, I'm Chris Holman, wishing you a very prosperous day. 